Here we are, back in the saddle again. Another episode of Off the Cuff Show. I'm Mike. That's Dave. I'm over on this side. See. Yeah, you're on. You're no, in the. the you're in the. Side. You are. Yeah. So yeah. So oh my God. No. What, what is wrong with you're us? You're not. No. You're not mirroring. You're not mirroring. Uh, mirroring your video. I bet. You're here. You. You don't have. Yeah, but you're not. Your setting's not right. So that you're going backwards. So if you move to your right, do you actually that. go left on the screen? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. But I do that on anyway. purpose so that nobody can actually ide- identify me in real life. <laughs> yes, <it's working>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a it's a strategy that will pay off in the end. That couldn't be Dave. Um, this guy's zigged instead of zagged. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so uh, on the show, we, we're on our brand new YouTube channel, uh, our our own channel. So uh, that's – if you're looking on the screen, if you see this, make sure – like I, I don't know. You're, if you're seeing this on YouTube, you, you're already here. But uh, make sure that you hit that subscription and the notification bell. That way it notifies you when we go live so that you won't miss it. Got the thumbnail done a little bit late today. We did promote it. Um, let people know about it, but it is what it is. We're here. We're here for it. Sillamander's in the house right. in the chat. We love we love people in the chat. So wherever you're seeing or hearing this, Wednesday night, 7 p.m., we would love to see you in the chat. And if you are an audio listener, thank you so much for that as well. Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify or wherever you listen. Hit the plus button, drop a rating review. We appreciate it. Tonight we are talking about I picked the topics. Dave doesn't know what's coming. And I think I, I titled the episode Mary Jane Manifestos Machine Guns. <laughs> so I don't even, we'll talk about those. I don't even know all, where to go with that. So. All, all three of these come from like top headlines. And then I, I'm adding a fourth thing in that's sort of like random. That's so random, right? This is a – I don't know if that's a good name for the segment. That's so random. But this is random, and uh, I've got questions, and so will you. So what we're going to talk about tonight, and then we'll just play a little game of catch-up of our lives like we always do at the beginning. But uh, I want to talk about the vote in Ohio yesterday that uh, legalized marijuana uh, for recreational use and and talk about that as a, as a general topic. I want to talk about the censorship, and I want to I actually want to be careful on this brand-new channel of what I say on here, but – a certain manifesto was released, and subsequently, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, everybody censored it, and seven police officers were um, suspended there, yeah. uh, as a result. So I want to talk about that. Um, Illinois, as you know, a federal appeals court had over, overturned, or uh, no, a federal court upheld on appeals the assault weapons ban in Illinois, so-called assault weapons. And so that looks like it's headed to the Supreme Court. We want to talk about that. And then we've got the bonus story that we'll we'll get into. All right. So what's been going on the last wow. week of your life there, Dave? Um absolutely nothing, honestly. I've just been I've just been working. I don't even know where my weekend went. I I'm I'm so used to having to working four days and having three off that when I only have two off I don't, I don't know what to do or where to go from there. So it's just a big, big old freaking mess. So I've done absolutely <laughs> nothing. I am not going to help this show along in the least bit with my commentary. With your updates. I know it's so boring. <laughs> well, we, well, let's not talk about what's gone past then, but what you've got coming up. We, this weekend, get to mm-hmm. see each other a couple of times, I think. And, yeah, we do. Uh, We'll, we'll do a little bit of grappling, and then we're going to the Five Finger Death Punch slash Metallica show on Sunday. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> I hope <laughs> it it will be fun. It will be fun. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um, man, I had such a, a great time the last time. As you as anybody who listens to the show would know, because it was it was a great time. And now we get to bring the wives. So. 
yeah, I didn't I didn't get the same experience as you when you went because the last time you went to the Five Finger Death Punch show, oh, I couldn't go. And that's we, right. When when me and Angela went the first time with a bunch of Toledo cop guys, we still. I mean, it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like I had a, it was phenomenal. Right. Like I got to be backstage, roll with uh, Zoltan and Yako and. It yeah. was it was wild. Then we got to sit side stage for the show, which was phenomenal. So yeah. I had an awesome time. But you guys like got to sit back there with with Zoe and just like shoot the shit for a long time shit. and yeah. and for roll hours. Stuff. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was very very fortunate. Yeah, he's a, he's such a super guy. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So it was. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he's he's a perfect stra- he's a complete stranger to me, or at, he was at the time, and he just kind of opens you or uh, welcomes you with open arms. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I, I am excited um, in, in general for it. And yeah, Mike Hendrick says Five Finger Metallica. It's like half the songs on my lifting playlist. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, me too. And this is like this is a bucket list item i i guess you would say for for me and for my wife we uh we both have wanted to see metallica for a long long time and this is probably one of the last opportunities we'll have in our lifetime to make that happen so uh just to get to be in the arena and and see metallica live and check that off of like our our major band list because we've seen a lot of bands that we wanted to see i regret not seeing rush I uh, would have really, really loved to have seen them live. Uh, that's not an option, obviously, now. So other than that, I think like that really does take a lot of my main bands that I would ever like really care to see live um, off off the hmm. list. So I'm not – I'm like – I live my life in such a way like I'm excited about it, but at the same time, I'm like I feel like I'm going to get hit by a bus before Sunday. <laughs> it won't happen anyway. <laughs> like uh, like I, I'll, I'll be excited <laughs> when I'm there, you know? <laughs> well, you know, I don't mean to be a one upper, but I I did see Rush, um, and I have seen Metallica. Gosh, at least twice, maybe three times. Um, and I can tell you this though about um, Metallica is is they are so good live that it's it's just a whole different experience. The best band that I've ever heard live. I love it. So, well, I'm excited. excited. Yeah, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, I just been uh, I just been working. Same thing as you. Like not not a lot of crazy this weekend. I got a chance to uh, lead a men's event about leadership um, down in Ohio, and we had like I think the total count was like two hundred and fifty eight dudes there. So got to do that for uh, kicking off my Saturday. That was fun. Uh, so yeah, I mean <laughs> did that this weekend. And anyway, yeah, here we are. Well, we're gonna have a good we're time. We get to see each other. That's the most important thing. Our, our That's bond what matters. Is, yes. Remains unbroken. Every time I leave you, you are on my bucket list all over again to see. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> all right. Let's, wow. uh, let's get into this. Uh, the Ohio vote. This is, this is kind of like, uh, let's start broad and I'll, I'll narrow in on this. But what bothers me about the vote in Ohio is the same thing that bothered me when this when the constitutional language changed. I want to I want to zero in on the marijuana issue because I think it's a good discussion for us to have uh, kind of like a, a little fresh take on this. But the the constitutional language change vote happened as well uh, in Ohio, opening the door for yeah. decrease in parental rights, increase in abortions that kind of stuff. So that's bothersome to me for a bunch of reasons. But what's crazy is that there was only 35% voter turnout. And that's rough. It's just what that says to me is 65% of the people just don't care. Essentially, whatever's going on, it doesn't matter to me. It's like they there's a disconnect there. So it's, it's just sad sad to me that that was the voter turnout was 35%. I was like, that just seems to be pretty representative of a lot of elect, a lot of um, voting, but especially like off cycle votes like this, where, you know, there's nothing major in terms of like the presidential election in conjunction with it and that kind of stuff. So it's just really frustrating to see. Um, But 
you might be happy about this. Uh, I don't know. You people in the audience can decide whether or not this this title comes from the Ohio Capital Journal. Ohioans vote to legalize recreational marijuana by passing issue two law. The coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol is behind issue two, which will go into effect 30 days after the election. Mm. So they carried uh, 56.79% of the votes. And Hmm. now Ohioans uh, also legalizes home growth for Ohioans, 21 and up with a limit of six plants per person, 12 plants per residence. Uh, Just like the manufacturer testing sale, ah, all of it, and uh, and surprise, the government is going to tax it at a ten percent rate for each transaction. What? Um, so you know, you know, the government going to get theirs, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what do you uh, as, as a as a intellectual, as a voter, as an American, <laughs> as a man? How, how do you feel about? Um, the direction we're headed uh, in the states with all, a lot of the legalization of, of marijuana. Well, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, my my only concern. Well, I have a, I have a couple concerns. The first concern is, uh, are they going to? You can do something like this, but then also slip something else in, right? That's that's how the federal government does it. A state jo- a state does a better job of kind of separating the issues than the federal government does. Uh, so when the federal government finally caves and allows marijuana uh, to be a, a free use uh, narcotic, someday they are going to mix it in with a bunch of fat and everything else. But as it is, I, I, I'm in full support of, you know, of not, <laughs> not telling people what they can and can't do uh, individually with sure. marijuana. But I do have to say this. I was watching this yesterday, some of the results that came in this morning. Um, and on the news, I forgot what channel I was watching. It was a – Joyce might be able to help me. I think it may have been local. But they went, They kind of like went to – oh, it was like the morning show or something with like that Hoda Cutby or, or you know. And uh, when they do that, they started going over like – Kind of like the results, the election results. And, you know, there really wasn't a ton going on around this time of year because it's it's really an off, you know, off cycle election. But yeah. the the media only made it seem like the Republicans got lamb, like they got stomped in all of these elections. And I just thought it was really funny because I'm like, but but everything that they were saying, there was literally no change. Like they're like, and the incumbent, you know, wins again against the Republican, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, and they're like, they made it seem like the Republicans had just lost this civil war battle of Gettysburg. (laughs) Like it was, you know know what I mean? And but I'm I'm like, and I look at Joyce, I was like, so essentially nothing changed then. I mean, there was no, like, there was no like crazy, like upset victories or anything like that. It just was business as usual. And she's like, yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. Now, again, I know that they did some some abortion votes and some again recreational marijuana and all that, but they just made it seem like in like even the some couple of the governor races and things of that nature, like oh man, yeah. the Republicans got hammered this time. And I'm like, did they though? Yeah. And I don't care if they did, but at least be be factual about it and accurate about it. Don't try to sensationalize <clears throat> incumbents staying staying in office. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no kidding. It, just, it seems like a weird, weird thing. I hate that kind of angle. So it left me. Yeah, a little, uh, it's uh, sour taste. I saw, I saw something. I think I shared it on my Instagram story. It was like uh, the media's job is to convince the ninety percent that the ten percent is the ninety <laughs> percent. Something like that. Like it's just like. <laughs> It's not really what's going on. They're trying to convince you this is what's really going on, and it, and it shapes and it shapes uh, people's opinions. I'm like, uh, I'm on currently on the other side of this fence about the legalization of of weed. Not not because I care that weed is legal or illegal per se, but because I don't think that the issue has been thought through. I don't think that the 
I think we're passing it without thinking about what the implications are, the trickle down effect of passing it are. And we need to have solutions in place, um, I think, for that, some 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 guardrails for that. Yeah, like especially when it comes to like objectively determining impaired driving now under the influence. Right. Um, That could go that could go both ways. That could go to the advantage of the state in a big way that people don't realize, like. Oh, I seen you. Uh, I seen you weaving, and then I seen you do this. And oh, guess what? Horizontal uh, gaze nystagmus is uh, applicable to alcohol, not necessarily to weed. And so, right. that's that's off the table potentially. And now it's just cops' word and your driving versus you. And all of a sudden, you've got ten thousand dollars of legal fees because a cop thought that you were impaired and said you were. And now you go to court over this and you're, you're, you're caught up in this snafu that maybe you were impaired, maybe you weren't, but now the, the burden of proof to, to, um, to demonstrate that is a little bit weird to me. So I, I feel like that's one way that that's negative. The other way would then of course be getting away with it, getting away with impaired driving because of that. And you could hurt somebody um, because of uh, maybe a more relaxed perspective on weed and not realizing you, you actually shouldn't be driving under, uh, you know, under that influence, depending on that. So I think that there's some things there that are concerning to me that never seem to be get, get brought up by lawmakers in, in this. And a lot of the, a lot of the principles of arguments that I hear for weed would then be equally applicable to fentanyl. Like why not legalize all narcotics, right? So I think like it's a slippery slope that the arguments just haven't been fleshed out. And uh, I think Mike Hendricks brings up another good point that, you know, it's still illegal federally. So you could be hemming yourself up if you're a firearms owner, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just things that it's like, well, we'll see. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not, um, what's the right word? Uh, prima facie, Smart. like on, on its face, <laughs> prima nocta. I'm not prima nocta about it. <laughs> but I, I, I am concerned that I feel, I feel like, a lot of this is just like weed's harmless, bro. Let's 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 legalize it. And I I, I don't know that people are really making a an intelligent argument behind that, other than just like freedom, man. <laughs> like I yeah, I, no. I think that there's some implications that we need to just be like uh, maybe we should maybe we should sort some of these things out before we give before we give the green light on a substance. Maybe, maybe you know. I'm not well, upset about if, it. Um, I'm not. No. I, I, if somebody wants to smoke weed, I mean, certainly, like I'm sitting here drinking a bourbon. There's, there's no practical reason. I might have, um, I might be able to make an argument for why maybe someone of the Christian faith shouldn't partake in marijuana. I might be able to make that argument, but legally speaking, as far as like. I can or cannot ingest this substance, and I, I take the responsibility for doing so. I think the same thing could mm-hmm. apply to weed. So I'm not opposed to it on principle, um, I don't think. But I just think like we're passing it too fast, and we could you we could do so? it better. Yeah, probably. I, I, I guess I look at it kind of as the status quo. I mean, the state of Michigan has legalized recreational marijuana i i don't know if you were still policing when that happened and i policed in wayne county like, Her- heroin was recreationally legal <laughs> right but like in where i was in sterling heights it was you know I, it was kind of like one of those i mean obviously like it's it's weed right i mean it's you know it's not fentanyl it's not it's not heroin it's not crack cocaine or cocaine or but um 
but it was all it was it was like kind of like this guessing game of like okay so where do we go now what do we do now mm-hmm. and in the end it just kind of worked itself out if that, that i know that sounds so dumb but because you know there's police officers and <clears throat> they told us what the new law was which is almost seems i bet you they i bet you ohio was like hey michigan can we borrow your, your laws for this <laughs> because it sounds action. exactly yeah it sounds what if, exactly what if some like, like little like court it. clerk copied and pasted and like there's still parts in their law that say michigan in there and they just heard <laughs> like they missed it i i wouldn't be surprised that's that seems how accurate it was as, as far as uh you know they they might even be accused of plagiarism at some point it did seem pretty pretty freaking close to the state of michigan but it was <laughs> it was at very first we're like okay so wait how much can you travel with and how much can you do this and this and this yeah but the reality was is that because it was because police were looking for reasons not not looking for reasons to arrest somebody for impaired driving they were looking for reasons to get inside of a car mm-hmm. that's really what it came down to and yeah. i i mean i'll just say it that's just what it came down to because anybody who wanted to arrest somebody uh who thought that somebody was high uh you, maybe you could smell you know burnt marijuana maybe you could kind of like see the glassy eyes or, or whatever i'll say say everything checks you check all the boxes that stuff was already in play long before they legalized marijuana and none of that has changed mm-hmm. that's kind of what where i'm at like okay well yeah you know, obviously you. this is it 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 almost makes it it, it almost makes it, the legalization almost makes it easier for someone to get by having just done it which is a little bit a little bit scary now we're hoping that people are going to be responsible but like people drink and drive also, you know, so that's, that is a, that's our responsibility as human beings to, you know, to make sure that we are not going to adversely affect another human being by the dumb shit that we do. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, but I, I definitely, I see what you're saying. I just feel like, man, when, when that happened, we all kind of like threw our hands in the air, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And then it just kind of worked itself out. And I know that again, I know that's not a good way to, to, to do life. It just kind of works out, although that's pretty much how I've how Yeah, I've like I said, I'm not like on, on its surface. I just feel like uh, we aren't really thinking these things through. I think there's, I still think there's room for abuse on both sides. And there's probably tons of laws on the books that that's, that's actually true of. I just feel like mm-hmm. well, we could avoid some of these things. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm just... I think I'm more upset at the voter turnout than I am about the decision on that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, no, I, I actually am really frustrated with, uh, with the constitutional language change on, on those things. I don't, I don't think that that's uh, a wise move, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a weed user. Uh, but I don't, uh, if someone smokes weed, I, I really don't view them different as but I, I should clarify. I would, I would kind of view someone who is drunk all the time, the same way I would view people who smoke weed all the time, as opposed right. to a casual, you know, social drinker, um, yeah. in moderation, I, I would view, I view weed the same, the same way. Right. Um, so there's the the other concern would be intelligence of of use you know what kind of parameters are in place because there there are a variety of different types strains of marijuana strengths and that's where i also get concerned is i guess maybe dispensaries can have like internal things but does the state i do not believe that they do the state say oh this dispensary that now can sell this marijuana and we make our 10 percent is this is this third party verified is what is the safety responsibility there for any uh growth uh, you, you know what i'm saying like if, if somebody's allowed to grow it who who's determining that this is safe for consumption which is i get it all grow all grown adults are buying and selling and they that's on them that's fine but when it comes to impaired driving which is which is a public safety issue what happens if this dispensary sells something that is in theory two and a half more times potent than what this person may be accustomed to. And they think, well, I still just smoked one 
one joint or one bowl or whatever it is. And then I get in the car and then all of a sudden, 10 minutes into my drive, I'm freaking seeing unicorns and uh, I'm, I'm way worse than I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? And then is that, is that really the fault of that person who trusted this? So there's just a, yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm cautious about it. That's, that's my thing. I guess. You're, you're, you're putting little devils, you know, you know, into that. And I, I, I definitely, little devils let us into that whole thing. I get that. Um, but no, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. I think that, but, but again, it does come down to personal responsibility. The one different thing. So like, say somebody does edibles, which are not like, it's not like smoking. Like I had, like, if, if somebody had smoked marijuana in their car, I had such a sensitive nose to it. It could be several days later that I could still pick up the smell. Now, like you do something like edibles or something like that, that does not have a smell and aroma. But again, how do you test it? Like if, you know, we can do, you can do a, uh, you know, a, a roadside test, you know, but the reality is, is that if a trace would still come up the same and there was some, uh, there's, I think it was Mike, uh, Henrik said it before that there's just really whoever comes up with the way to gauge the amount of marijuana in your system mm-hmm. uh, is going to be a gajillionaire. And there is no doubt about that. And uh, I've had that conversation with some, some of my liberal friends about the same thing. Like, man, yeah, wouldn't that be a, a, a just a great tool to have? Because say, say you don't allow somebody to smoke marijuana, but they get into a car accident. So then they take blood. They find that there was marijuana in their system. Well, if the person hadn't smoked, we'll say for four days or five days, they certainly don't actually have it in their system enough to affect them in any mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So how do you work that out? Right. So that's, it's a big deal. Again, it does comes, it comes down to the officer's observations and how, how they conduct uh, the tests on the, you know, on the road. So ugh, very, yeah. very different, I guess. Yeah. I'm, you're saying something and now, now I'm kind of like, I'm not necessarily agreeing with you, but you do bring up some good points about that. Yes. Concerns. I'm uh, I'm letting people know. I, I went ahead and popped onto the Mike the Cop channel uh, live on YouTube for a second, just to say, hey guys, like me and Dave are still doing the show. If you missed it and you want to continue to keep up with us, um, it's uh, the it's YouTube.com forward slash at Off the Cuff two point zero. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know um, you can subscribe to our show. We won't normally be here. This show is. Uh, now, uh, this channel, Mike the Cop, is now in partnership with law enforcement today. Um, they've been posting some a uh, couple of great videos so far. Um, one today that they released was with Tony Sentmanot. Um, great, great 10-minute uh, interview with him. It's awesome little expose, like mini-doc. So uh, check that stuff out. It's great. Uh, the Off the Cuff show, which is not really police-related, is on our own channel now. So subscribe over there. So I just popped in here. We're going to keep streaming for a little bit on Mike the Cop, but uh, subscribe to the Off the Cup show here. All right. All right. So that's uh, that's issue number one. Okay. Done. <laughs> Dale Taco Bell in front of them to see if they want to eat it. That is a sure, <laughs> sure way of telling if somebody is high. Um, I, again, I got to be careful here because they are they're literally deleting people's stuff and i don't want to like uh you know get uh too banned but steven crowder uh put out what is purported to be leaked uh a leaked manifesto i'm not even going to say what manifesto because i'm going to be very careful with the language i'm using uh but he leaked it and from a tennessee town Yes. Um, (laughs) There's questions as to the legitimacy uh, of, of this documentation. Was it real? Was it not real? Um, All kind, all kinds of things. But uh, my gut is that it was definitely real because seven Nashville cops had been put on administrative leave immediately. So if it wasn't real, if that was manufactured by a fake source and then purported to be the thing and put on the internet, no one goes on administrative leave. 
<laughs> no. But there all. was an admin guy at Nashville like this. Mm, oh, let's see here. Who is uh <laughs> who do we have here? Oh my, look at those seven names. Yeah, see. Um How very interesting. So yeah, it's uh <laughs> <laughs> Um It's amazing. Did you read did you did you look at the at the document no, at all? No. No, I did not because um, by the time I actually when I was I was working today and it takes a little bit to get home and and I saw an article, but I and that they had been suspended, but I didn't I didn't get to read the article about what what actually transpired. Yeah, um, I don't even know if I could find. I didn't I didn't screenshot them or anything like that. I did I did read, you know, like what uh, what it was. And as you guys know, this was like a transgender individual. I believe it was. I think you mean a non-cis. Yes, maybe. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Trying to get us not kicked off, Mike. (laughs) Yes, non-cis. Non-cis. We should take our show on to Rumble too, Mike Hicks, and, and live stream there as well. But they got some like weird weird things about live streaming. Like it's kind of a pain in the butt. Um, so this, this nonsense decides to go on this rampage and in this little journal, like a verbal rampage. Yes. Uh, decided okay. that words okay. weren't enough violence. So they would, she would escalate that or he would escalate that. And it, the what this journal shows is that this was planned obviously it wasn't like a spur of the moment thing there was like a countdown um there were racial slurs toward white individuals there were slurs toward homosexuals which is weird coming from a non-cis uh all this other stuff and this story got got buried and censored and blocked out as fast as it came out, basically. Um, yeah. So very fast. What, what do you feel? Because the, the position of the PD and the position of people that I know, like um, not no, no, but Sean Ryan. I mean, I've, I've texted with them, but I've never met him or had a conversation with him. Um, Sean Ryan has his show and he went and actually was on the ground shortly thereafter and said, this shouldn't be released because it's going to be really critical to keep this quiet for whatever investigation or what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm saying like, I've heard people say that they, they don't want it released. That said, what do you think? Do you think it should be out for the public at this point? Or do you think this should be a thing where like you, the public will see it when the, the whole litigation is done? That's when, that's when it becomes the public's business. What do you, what, what's your take on this whole journal being released? <laughs> I, I would fully understand if this was actually a oh, – good Lord, just don't show those links, please. Um, I could understand you're throw, you're gonna throw me off my game here. Sorry, sorry. I don't, you know, um, I don't know what came over me, honestly. I <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, I'm not sure where to go with this because there are. It's not like this is an a, a in depth investigation trying to find the cold hard truth in court in the judicial system where there's going to be hundreds of people on the stand, hours upon hours, days upon days of testimony. That's not the fucking case. Here's the real problem is you know exactly why that manifesto wasn't released. Nobody wanted to release it. However, you see manifestos from these fucking crazy fuckers get released all the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. And it's not even that they're leaked. They are just put out there. See, and it's always a place. See, this is what this person's, uh, this is what they were thinking. This is what they wanted. This was their main goal. This is, it should be the exact same thing. We can't even follow uh, past practice on this, uh, apparently. Why are we keeping this such a secret? I hate that I, I have to even hold my tongue on this because if you don't, you get shut down, you get blocked out and thrown, you know, thrown away. But, yeah, what's um, interesting no, is ridiculous. like <clears throat> I could see I could see a case being made for um, 
going, hey, no, this this journal thing is evidence and we are trying to prosecute this individual to the fullest extent of the law. Yes. And so we are yeah. not releasing any – no evidence is becoming public until we go to trial. And if the judge allows cameras in the courtroom, he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Yep. But we're, we are maintaining the integrity of an investigation. But in this case, who are they charging with this? The dead guy? <laughs> like, yeah. so and what, not just that, Mike. what's the angle it's here? The video, this is the problem. Again, you have a, 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 a person that's out here doing great harm to individuals. First thing we saw was the video. Yeah. That should never have been released in that case then. Yeah. Yeah, where's you know the what I'm saying? Like, this is all here, evidence. Right? Why, why, why are, is this released? Exactly. It, it, there's, there's an inconsistency. And they did that. They did that before they knew who it was. Yes. Yep. Before, the, before they knew that this was an uncis. Yeah. Then <laughs> non-cis. Non-cis. Oh, an uncis. Yeah, yeah. A non-sister. <laughs> Try to read that Google algorithm. <laughs> non sister. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, YouTube. Uh Jason uh asked about the the Seventh Circuit upholding the ban. We're gonna talk about that. It's actually on the list. So we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um mm-hmm. yeah, man, this is a, this is annoying and it happens all the time. And I think we talked about this last week. Um maybe, did we? Uh sometimes the weeks run together and the shows run together, but the whole idea yeah. of like Oh, when when a mass shooting in Maine happens, uh, it was fine. When a mass shooting and it was and it was a certain kind of suspect, then let it all fly. When it was a black shooter in Tampa shooting eighteen people, that's you don't you don't hear about that. You don't know about that. Yeah. You know, and we never hear about the mass shootings in Chicago. There was just another mass shooting somewhere uh, that was like buried in the news because I was looking at top news articles today. It was like, dude, it was like page two in the middle of the page, like 18 people shot. Like, what the heck? Like, no one, no one heard about the the one in Tampa. Yeah. Why did we, why did we hear about the one in Maine then? What, what? who's picking and choosing here and we all know why we know exactly why anybody with half a brain knows why because oh this would this would be counter the narrative that we're trying to push right we want as many white men that are crazy about guns to be the uh, perpetrators because that allows us to further an agenda to remove more guns from the hands of people and of course the solution being if less law-abiding citizens have guns, the criminals will follow suit and be like, you know what? I don't need a gun either. <laughs> Turn in your arms. Yeah, it's uh, no, it is. It's 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 a scary thing. It's I'm again. It's going to set me off. I'm, I'm trying not to do that, but it's ooh, just amazing to me. Sorry. How, oh, shots. Sorry, Amanda. You are wrong. Uh, we were live last week on our channel. We so. sure were. I think she was here last week. Silamander, you <laughs> are demoted. From regular fan to, I don't know what. I don't she know what. I thought she was a top fan. No, no. A top fan would never, ever miss a show. So, no. Regular, <laughs> no, that's true. Regular no, 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 that's the platinum. That's the platinum. Yeah, regular fan has now become a fair weather, fair weather fan. So. <laughs> Man, you're really hard on her. Okay. Yeah. Um, She's been hard on wow. me my whole life. That makes sense. She's though. mocked my facial hair. She's. She's mocks me at every sense. turn. She signed up for the roast. Oh, by the way, uh, multiple <laughs> solicitor. Um, by the way, after last week, we were talking. Remember how I said like uh, something to the effect of like Mike the Mike the Internet cop, Mike the cop was uh, killed in the line of Internet duty or something like that or whatever you know like. And we needed a roast at my funeral or whatever. Uh, multiple people reached out and said. No, you should like if you're done with Mike the cop, then have the roast now for Mike the cop because he's oh. over. So like you, Tansy, uh, yeah. angry cops, like anybody that like Daniel's donut operator, who anybody that done with it, then just like roast me, right? Like just do it like uh, <laughs> the the old school uh, comedy that central roast. Great, actually. So maybe maybe we'll all right. Maybe we'll get on that. But anyway, it's just annoying, and it's like. 
it's 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 anecdotal, of course, like what we're just observing. But if I'm if I'm wrong, I, I'd be I'd be happy to to see where objectively there's there's equal coverage across the board on these matters. No, they how hard does how hard do these media outlets try to bury? It's isn't it? Doesn't it seem insane to you? Because I mean, the amount of information that is available to us on all of these platforms, whether it's even as, as simple as Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, or anything else, and then all of a sudden they're gone. Like I said, I saw the Tampa shooting, and there was like eighteen people shot. It was one video. I haven't seen anything since, though. I, nope. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, nothing. I didn't even hear about it on the news. Oh, no, I did. It was a blip on the news. But that's it. And I'm thinking, how hard do you guys have to work to not bring the fucking news every day? <laughs> Good Lord, man. <laughs> I don't Good know, man. Lord. It's uh, it's wild. All right. Um, it is wild. Somebody, uh, again, I brought up the Illinois assault weapon ban. Let me, let me pull up the story here. Uh, this caught my eye. This comes from... From, add the stage, uh, Second Amendment rights, not absolute. This comes from the Intelligencer, the Edwardsville Intelligencer, wherever that's at. Oh, um, goodness. I'm second, second Amendment rights, not absolute court rules. Oh, really? Uh, that's news. To, wow. That's news to my reading of the Second Amendment. Uh, I don't know which, wow. I don't know which constitution you're reading. And wow. people think, uh, people think I, Maybe I'm exaggerating for effect. I'm not. I, I do think the Second Amendment is absolute. I do not. I do not think there should be a restriction. Or you think people should have tanks if they want? Yes, I do. I, yeah. I do think that they should have tanks. You think people should have uh, rocket launchers? Sure, if they can get one. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I agree. I I, I I am very consistent there. And then I always get the pushback. Um, oh, you were a cop. Nice try. Uh, you enforce these laws. Uh, sorry, I did not. I never, ever in my entire career ever took a gun or charged someone with a gun unless that gun had been used in a crime. That's it. That's like if that if that gun was evidence of a crime. Well, yeah, I took it because it's evidence. But not not if if I pulled somebody over who didn't have a CPL and had a gun. Didn't matter to me. <laughs> like, I never enforce it. Um, that's it. I, that's that's the only. That's the, that's all I got to say about that. Like, so I, I I am personally consistent on this. And uh, where where if I have ever not been inconsistent, the fault is mine, not my opinions. Uh, it would have been me making a mistake. All right, Chicago in a two to one ruling Friday, a federal appeals court declined to block enforcement of the state's assault weapon ban as, as well as similar local ordinances saying the rights guaranteed in the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution are not absolute. The judges sided with two lower court decisions from the Chicago area but overturned the ruling of a federal court in southern Illinois stating that the plaintiffs have not shown the likelihood of success on the merits based on the fact that the military weapons, uh, again, that's a loaded language, lie wow. outside wow. the class of arms to which the individual right applies. No, it doesn't. Wow. In fact, oh wow. In fact, how terrible of a how terrible is your justice system when that is what a judge would say that military weapons wow. lie outside Ignorant. the class of arms to which the individual right applies. That's unimaginably ignorant, given the fact that it says that. Uh, here's let me put the Second Amendment in plain language for you. The government can't stop you from having weapons, and you should always be ready to fight. <laughs> that, yeah. That's let me let me let me just put it to you in plain English in in twenty twenty three. That's what it means. So, um, this free right being necessary, right? Uh, this I I I was just floored at that that being a sentence that would come out of uh, out of a judge's mouth, um, and, and then calling calling uh an ar-15 for example a military weapon How, how's it a military weapon if i went and bought it numb nuts like yeah a, a military weapon that language is just so loaded 
pun intended. The Second Amendment to the Constitution recognizes an individual right to keep and bear arms. Of that, there can be no doubt. Well, yeah, for now. The majority opinion began citing a uh, string of recent Supreme Court cases. But as we know from long experiences of their fundamental rights, such as the right to free speech, the right to peaceably assemble, the right to vote, and the right to free exercise of religion, even the most important person of freedoms have their limits. I don't. I don't think that they do. How that works? I don't think that they do. No. What? This is the problem. Is they? No, they don't. They don't have limits. Unbelievable. That I can say whatever I want as a freedom of speech. That what? What's the limit to that? I can say whatever I want. That's that's the that's the right, and I'm free to do so. Not, Not if. Not if the the writer of this article has anything to say about the future of this isn't the writer of the article this is these are judges yeah see well then there's your slippery slope right i mean this is oh my god mike why are you doing this to me sorry friday's decision applied only to preliminary injunction and did not amount to a definitive ruling on constitutionality the decision involved three consolidated cases that challenged the state's ban uh let's see immediate challenges this new law immediate challenges were sparked the Illinois Supreme Court upheld the law. Uh, then they appealed it to federal court. Then now in a federal appellate court has shot it back down. And so uh, our, our my prediction, of course, is that this will uh, head to the Supreme Court. Um, so yeah. that's that's where so this will ultimately be decided, which maybe they will refuse to hear it. Maybe the Supreme Court will leave it alone. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But uh yeah, let it let it fly, Dave. What do you what do you think about this? Well, okay, we've we've all had our this this whole idea of, of the Second Amendment. I'm going to read you something else here. Now, this is something that um, an oath that I had to take in police work. It's an oath I had to take in the United States Army. This is an oath that the Senate does about the Constitution. And there's an excerpt, and I don't mean to parachute into this, but this is a common thing, which is very separate than the Second Amendment. However, I believe that you can put them, you put them together, and you start getting an understanding of why the Second Amendment is where it is. And it says, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And the thing about that is, is that that's not just a a, a will or a, or a psychological warfare mm-hmm. between like in, of the mind that it, it, it that is a very physical it's a very physical statement as well. And the idea that it, it should if that was the case, if, if this is how it is, if this is how the judges would have it, it would not even be. Uh, foreign or domestic, the, the domestic part would be taken out because it, it, it appears that the, the media, social media outlets, judges like this, as incompetent judges, um, forget all about that. The possibility of all these, uh, again, they, they tout them as, or, or they, I say they, they blow them up as conspiracy theories. Oh, oh okay, you, you're, you're a conspiracy theorist. You, you think this, you think that, when the reality is, is that we don't ever know, right? We don't know what's going to happen in the future, which is why we have these oaths. These oaths mean something, foreign and domestic. We can't say that you'll never have a domestic enemy because Hamas coming here or uh, illegal immigrants coming here to do harm in cells, that doesn't, they're not all of a sudden domestic enemies. Mm-hmm. They are still considered foreign enemies. Mm-hmm. Domestic is completely different. We are talking about our own. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and we just want to forget about that. It's ridiculous. I just don't understand how we could even. Uh, I guess I'm just a conspiracy theorist. I'm I'm no better than <laughs> anybody else. I'm just an idiot, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean the whole the whole thing seems to be converging. Decisions like this converging at the same time as we are intentionally participating in yet another conflict. War with Iran seems to be on the immediate horizon now. Um, Bombing Syria. At the same time, 
as we have willingly and wittingly opened our border and allowed countless unknown numbers of undocumented people. And it's not just get people need to understand this is not just like innocent and depressed Mexicans and Hondurans and, and, and I'm sure, yes, that, that exists, right? Like, and on one level, you can't blame them if they feel like, Hey, if I could get another opportunity for my family and myself, like, you know, yeah, of course. So in one sense, you, you can't blame them for trying, but that's not the only people coming through the border. And at, at, at what point do you have to sit back and go, you know what? This isn't just apathy. This is, this is intentional on the part of yes, it's purposeful. somebody to disarm people, to disarm the, the ordinary person, leave more fire, firearms and firepower in the hands of government agents while simultaneously allowing our enemy to draw closer to us. Some, mm-hmm. At some point, you got to go, you know, I don't think that's an accident. <laughs> like, yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is nuts. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, that'll irritate you. So good. <laughs> yeah, it does. Thank you. Yes, I, know. I really like that. Thanks. All right. Um, so for the for the random story, uh, I'll just I'll just read this because I it actually left me with more questions than answers. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe a, a second read here will will show me uh, what this is. Let's see. All right. From the Associated Press, Colorado funeral home owner wife arrested on charges linked to the handling of at least 190 bodies. Okay. Now, if that funeral home doesn't look like a place you want to send your loved one in the afterlife, I don't know what does. (laughs) Um, Wow. Colorado Springs, Colorado. The owner of of a Colorado funeral home and his wife were arrested Wednesday in Oklahoma on charges linked to the discovery of 190 sets of decaying remains at one of their facilities, including some that apparently had been languishing there for four years. Mm. I'm pretty sure there's no, there's not a lot of, there's not enough cold storage going on here for those. So do it that but way. Why? I, 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 but what's the, what's the end game? John and Carrie Halford were jailed in Oklahoma. I told you they have got questions. John and Carrie Halford were jailed in <laughs> Oklahoma on a $2 million bond on suspicion of four felonies, abuse of a corpse, theft, a corpse, abuse of a single corpse or, or 190 <laughs> counts of abuse of a corpse, theft, money laundering, and forgery after their arrest in uh, Wagoner, Wagoner, east of Tulsa. Wagoner, Wagoner, I don't know. They couldn't be reached for comment, you don't say, and didn't have attorneys listed in jail <laughs> records. Neither has a listed personal phone number, and the funeral home's number no longer works. During a conference in Colorado Springs announcing the charges, District Attorney Michael Allen said authorities wouldn't be releasing many details in order to protect the integrity of the ongoing investigation. But he said the charges documents, which are sealed, contain information that is absolutely shocking. Alan, I, Alan didn't say if I there were so many questions. I, I told you it's going to, it's going to create more, more, uh, more questions and answers. Alan didn't say if the return to nature funeral home had sent families fake ashes, which was one of, which was my first question, which is like, well, wait a second. Like, did people just obviously like, did they fake <laughs> graveside burials? Was it just empty coffins? What if the ladies? What if the ladies smoke like a chimney? They just keep like piling up her cigarette butts and like make. Yeah, I mean, like they emptying out fireplaces and putting in a little uh, urns, and I don't know. Are they putting but, like marbles in the urn to give it weight? What are they doing? But why? So he didn't say that he had sent the family's fake because it costs money to burn bodies, and maybe you take a check and then you just don't do anything with the body. I don't know. Uh, but mounting evidence suggests that was happening. Several families have told the Associated Press that the FBI told them privately that their loved ones were among the decaying bodies, meaning the ashes they were given weren't their family members. Those family members were asked to give samples of the ashes they received to investigators to oh analyze. Christina Page is among the aggrieved relatives of the dead. She went to the news conference clutching a red urn with what Return to Nature, 
told her were the ashes of her 20-year-old son, David, who was shot and killed by law enforcement in 20... Oh, oh, this comes full circle for us, doesn't it, Dave? Oh, Uh, there it is. There it is. For four years, she carried the urn from the Marble Halls of the Colorado Capitol to Washington, D.C., as she advocated for police reform. Oh, gosh, come on. You know what's great about that is that now she is relying on the police to to get her (laughs) back to her. (laughs) Jeez. Oh my God. Dear police officers in desperate need of reform, will you do your normal job like you always do and help me despite the fact that I despise you for no reason whatsoever? Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, her son's actual wow. body was set to be cremated later Wednesday for four years. So he's now, now he's getting cremated again. For four years, I've marched all over this country. Oh, gosh. Now this just turns into a soapbox. All right. Going oh, on, geez. how do you store almost 200 people, wondered her grandson. Michael Martinez of Colorado Springs. How do you even stomach that? (laughs) (laughs) Investigators are in contact with 137 families. Uh, They're asking for people who may have been involved to bring forward, you know, information. Estimated there are about 115 bodies inside, but the number increased to 189 after they were finished removing all the remains in mid-October. The total rose to 190 on Wednesday, though authorities didn't explain the increase. Maybe they found a zombie and had to kill it. <laughs> they add it. They add it to the number. So, Dude, how? Yeah, what a, how much property do you have to have to bury 190 bodies in in various forms of decay? And why? Why, Mike? Help me. Why in your beautiful, luxurious home that you're sitting in right now? Hey, man, I made I made it. I just want to. I'm flexing <laughs> hardcore, man. I'll maybe tickle the ivories over here in a little bit for you guys. Oh, good lord! <laughs> tickle the ivories. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's why I said, like, this is just this segment of the show is like hitting three top hitting stories, and then just throwing this in there is like, oh. uh, it's it's that it's random, but it caught my attention, you know. And I'm just like, dude, uh, wow, what what the heck? is going on here. And I don't understand how good. So what do you, let's just, I, I don't know what it costs to cremate somebody, but let's say it's uh, $2,000. I don't know what it is, but let's say it's two grand. Is it really that expensive to burn a body and put, you know what I'm saying? Like what, what, what is right. the financial incentive to, to not do it and just keep the body? Is it laziness? What, what are it couldn't be late that it's got to be 10 times more complicated to do exactly what they did i saw ozark it's it's easy to burn a body <laughs> just that simple <laughs> i just feed them to the pigs oh my god now i have to look to see how much of a uh gosh what, what is it actually called and i don't because i know it's a crematorium but but what is the oven called I say oven. God, I sound like I'm Hitler or something. What is a crematorium oven called? Uh, A cremation chamber. That's it. A chamber. That's it. Cremation cremation chamber for sale. I'm typing that right now. (laughs) Uh, Oh, U.S. cremation. How much does it cost to cremate someone? Adult uh, site conditions and utility oh. access uh, access can be variable, but a twelve hundred foot, twelve hundred square foot crematory typical will cost sixty thousand dollars. Cremation systems normally deliver human retort and accessories, installs the equipment, fires the chamber, and trains your cre- cre- crema- cremationist for approximately one hundred thirty five thousand dollars. Huh? huh. Uh, it says in Michigan hmm. the average direct cost of cremation is twenty two forty five. I wasn't too far off. So. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I just don't understand it. Like, you, if you have the the oven, clearly you've got enough room in your life to store 190 bodies. Like, what are you doing? Well, so I just did the math there. 190 times about 20, I think I did $2,200. Uh, it's $418,000, man. Like, that's, I mean, that's that's not a, a, that's not, but they're still talking about millions here. So I don't know what we, what we're doing with that. So I don't know. And, and you could have been into a crematorium for a lot cheaper and still came out on top. <laughs> they maybe, still could have came out on top. Maybe the, pilot, maybe the right. pilot light went out and they just didn't want to pay somebody to come get it back on. 
they couldn't fire up the oven. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a thing. Just it's a Saturday night. We've got two bodies. Can you get out here? Well, no, I'm I'm stacked. I I can't get out there for at least two weeks. And then so at first it was just an inconvenience, and then it became a habit. That's how I'm assuming. Like it started out as like, well, yeah, we just leave these two decaying. You know what? We took the money, and we didn't have to burn the bodies, and it just like it just took less time. So, shoot, this is easy. Let's just but take checks. Still- See, these are the kind of people that are so stupid that they probably bought a vacant field for like $600,000 or something. <laughs> uh, Mark Hergott in the comments has gone full conspiracy theory and that they were getting rid of Hillary's victims. So uh, that's, <laughs> that's... Well, they did a shitty job of that too then. You know what's scary is it's plausible. You know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a plausible theory <laughs> yet to be tested, but yeah. I don't, want, I don't uh, want to get too close to that situation. Gosh. Anyway, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's the that reminds me of folks. making a murderer. Remember making a murderer? Um, they talked about. I saw the. Uh, I saw the first two seasons. I think maybe maybe I yeah, only saw the first. Season. Yeah, that's. There's three. I, it, I thought there was only. Oh well, whatever. I didn't watch that, but me um, they were talking about how hard it is to actually burn a body. Like it's almost impossible unless you have like a crematorium that you can't just get hot burn enough. the body. It's got it. There's yeah, and there's just like no way that you could have like, um, <laughs> you just you couldn't have a, a fire outside, a bonfire <laughs> big enough. Get some, get a pack of logs from Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> a cord. <laughs> get a a cord of wood. It's not even a cord not of even wood. enough. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. How oh my gross. So you gotta go gross. full Breaking Ugh. Bad and put him in a tub. I know. See, this is this is why this is what leads to our conspiracy theories. And our conspiracy theories would be completely ridiculous. Now we're like, and then in Breaking Bad, and then we would never have to burn. How'd you get to space so quick? That's ridiculous. Yeah, Mike changes <laughs> background. He's he's on uh, a satellite now. Apparently, it's it's a it's a Tesla technology. <laughs> <laughs> good for you 1600 degrees fahrenheit is this temperature of a cremation vessel thank is you, that irish uh, lover is that thank florida? you irish lover is that florida down there <laughs> it's, it's so dumb <laughs> oh, uh, all right well guys thanks for hanging out with us again if you are seeing this on the mike the cop channel right now just keep in mind that we are on Off the Cuff 2.0, our own little spot. Uh, thank you again to law enforcement today for kind of taking over the channel, all, all over the Mike the Cop channel. We're working on like branding and changing some things over. Um, got a meeting coming up and we just want to continue to deliver good law enforcement related content over there. And me and Dave don't really care too much about <laughs> focusing on that. So yeah. we want to just kind of talk about. Uh, I mean, I, I still. I don't want people to think that I don't like that. I'm like completely removing myself from law enforcement. I love talking. To I don't good, mind like the we, occasion. I mean, we brought up. Yeah. Yeah. We brought up some law enforcement stuff, but it's certainly not like our, our thing now. Like it's not who we are anymore, but we still have a lot of knowledge. I think I'll probably still have a lot of knowledge. Even when I'm 80, I'll probably have more knowledge. Um, I'll be like one of the guys, like I always say that some of my, my mentors in jujitsu have forgotten more jujitsu than I've learned. And I've been in, in the game for a little bit. So, yeah. um, you know, for sure. But you can expect pretty much each week we'll hit two or three, like top like stories and conversations. And then I like throwing in those really random ones that make you scratch your head and get a chuckle <laughs> yeah, or whatever crazy. else. So we'll Still see. no reason for it. I'm going right, to be able so- to sleep tonight now trying to think about why the hell these freaking idiots did that. Makes no sense I to me. Uh, I think I, I want to think that I'll keep up with the story, but I know that I won't. <laughs> so, I agree. Anyway. All uh, right, guys. Uh, well, take care. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week with, uh, we'll, we'll have some stories from the concert. I'm sure to share with you and yeah. then, uh, hit some more, hit some more, uh, news and discussion and see where it goes and i'm hoping hoping we don't hear too much about uh gaza but i have a feeling we will because i think there's something going on over there but i'm yeah. not exactly sure so 
it's going to be. I do know one thing interesting. that that there's a bunch of little girls over there because every time they're pulling somebody out of the rubble, it's a little girl that looks the same to me. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, you can't say that, Mike. Now we're going to. That's the that's right. the equivalent to their telenovelas. <laughs> their show is called From the Rubble. <laughs> it's just it's oh, thirty God. minutes. Thirty minutes of pulling oh. actors from the rubble. No. I know there's there is know. literally a hundred adult males, and then they pull this one little girl out every time from like an inch and a half Same girl. of rubble. That girl Same has survived girl. more rubble. Sure than that. <laughs> <laughs> she has the worst luck ever. <laughs> oh, How God. many missile attacks can one girl survive? <laughs> she's she's actually like the equivalent of actually like shell shocked at this point. Like it's actually it's not even PTSD. It's shell shock at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh god! You're out! Uh, you're out! You're out of here! Get out of here! Yeah. All right. You too. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>